This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Behind home play, we bringing it to them all day. Sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing student host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the president of the Mickey Yannis fan club, the button lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, uh, Mickey Yannis did clear waivers. And uh, unfortunately, his time in Baltimore was so short that I didn't get to see any of it. The team who has the worst ERA in all of baseball can't find a spot for Mickey Yannis. Josh, how does that make you feel? Um, no, I no answer. I don't have anything to say about that. Right. I am noticing that um, there's clearly no furniture in your home because there's a nice echo in your voice. I, know, I, I noticed that too. And it, and, it looks like, talking. and it looks like you're sitting on your stairs to do the podcast. I'm sitting on my stairs because there's not a <laughs> single chair left in my house. That's so it's either the stairs or the floor. And I have I'm, this um, little well, shoe rack I'm using as the... As my desk. Okay. I was going to guess boxes, but okay. No, all the boxes are done. Um, they're works. on the pod. So, so. This, is, this is the last uh, 336 from your home. Yeah. We signed the papers um, on Thursday, and that's it. Then we're homeless. All right. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. You'll be recording out of libraries and uh, Starbucks. Yeah, I, I looked at it, and, and I'll do bus stroll to the airport. Maybe I'll just stroll to the airport. That's where it seems right. some people podcast from the airport. Maybe I'll just stroll to the airport and do a podcast. The bus only at the airport did not bother me pre-pandemic. But now he does it, and he shoves his microphone underneath the mask. Oh, uh, he's doing the mask Yeah, because he's in the airport. So he's doing it with the mask on, and he takes his little earbud and shoves it in there. I, he should at least pay the 45 bucks for a minute suite. Yeah, I, that's got to be better. Way. I've never, I've never heard of these minute suites until today. I, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or what, but I was at uh, BWI today because I flew back today, back into Florida. Do you know what a minute suite is? No, it's some VIP section. It's, it's like a hotel room that you rent at the airport, mm-hmm. and it was forty five dollars an hour, mm. and I, and I considered it. Because the airport's super crowded. 
I had some editing I needed to do, and I was like, for 45 bucks, I get a desk, a quiet room yeah. for an hour, and I, I considered it. I just didn't didn't bite the bullet this time, but next time I might. They got some hotels by my house who charge by the hour, too, but they don't call themselves Minute Suites. They got something else going on there. Yeah, that would. I don't think Minute Suite would work well for the advertising for that. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, same concept. But, yeah, no, I could use a minute speed right now because, yeah, the echo is bad because I didn't realize that furniture made made all that difference. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you take away everything in your house and you only have <laughs> walls and floors and there's an echo. Yeah, it, it definitely changes things. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm back. I'm tired. I did it from that camp last year. And I'll tell you what, I, that, every year, I, that was my 20th year doing the camp. Yeah. And it's, and it's always five days and I'm up till 3 a.m. every day. Yeah, over so under Red Bulls 10 for two weeks. Uh, eight, I believe, was the final total. Okay, okay. I that's tried, to, sure I tried to control myself. Yeah, I tried to go with uh, what are these things? The uh, like the water flavored water things. Oh, and you used to be into the five hour energies too. Do you not do the oh, five hour energies anymore? You know, I didn't. I I bought a case of straight water, a case of the uh, sparkling water, flavored mm-hmm. water, bubblies, and then a case of Red Bull. And I had, I believe I had four Red Bulls left when I packed up. Okay. But the problem is it's normally five days of being up till 3 a.m. But this year they changed it to two camps back to back. So I had 10 days of this. And I am tired and worn out and get to go back to work tomorrow. So it'll be fun. Understandably. Josh, how do you keep up with, uh, I would imagine, I wouldn't ask you this last time, the, the music, you edit it with music, right? How do you do. keep up I to do. date? Do you feel, do you still use the same music that you used 20 years ago? I think you should. Or do you try do. to update it for these little punk kids? I do. I use the same music. But here's the thing. Like, I'll use old music that I know works. Um, oh, because now it's like vintage is probably cool still. Yeah. Now. yeah. And let me, uh, uh, I'm trying to find a song. Like, here's a, um, since we're not going live tonight, I'm going to, I'll, uh, I'll play a song for you that I use as an example. All right. If I can, if I can figure out how my phone works. Well, take your time, Josh. It's not like we have a lot to talk about. We do need to get into um, some Trey Mancini talk. All star. I mean, uh, not all star game, but home run derby. That's that's cool. We all, yeah, that's I, very cool. I think people are gonna poo poo it because he's not an all star selection. Oh no! You can't poo poo Trey Mancini. He's unpoo. Oh, he's unpoo-pooable. Oh, the athletic did today. Really? Yeah. I would think to poo poo a cancer survivor for being in the Herman Derby is a bit frowned upon. <laughs> but oh, I didn't I'll, see that article. Uh, it was when uh, it was when talking about the uh, should they. Not when should it, it was in the power rankings. In this week's power rankings, it had a little cheap shot at Mancini uh, for being a home and derby representative. Uh, yeah, and, and being being a basically being here. I'm, I got that in front of me. I'll play that. I'll read that. Here's their cheap shot. Uh, since last time the Orioles won a series, uh, what? It just it went away. I mean, I was not trying to turn this whole into a whole conversation. I was trying to stall while you found your music, but but let's go there. Yeah, what? Now I'm curious. Uh, since the last time the Orioles won a series, they've been swept thrice, lost their most obvious trade chip, um, and to add a growing list of O's aches and pains. So what are the heck are the O's supposed to do now? 
Should they trade Cedric Mullins, walk straight into the trade market pawn shop and see what they can get in exchange for a spare cup of loving kindness the world has bestowed upon them in Trey Mancini and his home run derby nod? That, that mm. was the comment. Okay. So I thought that was a little cheap shot at Trey and the home run derby knob. Yeah, the saying like you, uh, it was just kind of it was, a, it was uh, kindness. He a didn't pity. It was it was a pity home run derby, right? Which selection. means we now need Trey to win in the whole thing. Yeah, but I am I am pumped about the home run derby. I like the home run derby every year, but this year I'm extra excited between Shohei Otani. I don't know who else is in there. Is Vlad Guerrero Jr. in there? I think maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, just Shohei Otani and Mancini. That's enough reason for me to watch. Yeah, and I mean. Mullins, Mullins just got his 14th home run tonight. So hopefully that oh, helps. Did he lead off a home run? He lead off the game with a Mullins home run. at leadoff. What's his numbers, Josh? <laughs> Mullins know. at leadoff. I'm going to Google it. I know, here I know his, his numbers today are one for one. But, but I, I feel like most of his home runs come in the first step out of the game. I feel like his first time up, he's insane. Right. Leading off the game. So I was telling he's no you, Kyle I, Schwarber, but he's he's pretty close. Yeah. yeah, I was telling you I used music from 20 years ago, and I still use it because I know it works. Okay. Do you know this? Do you know My this life song? Like. Sure. Uh, this, yeah. this song's like 20 years old. Yes, it is. Like. Yeah. Apparently, this is a tic, this song is a TikTok meme. Oh yeah. That's what the kids were telling me. They were saying this song's from TikTok. Okay. Do you say it existed before TikTok existed? I say, I say I've been using this for Victory Jam videos for 20 years. So, uh, yeah, but yeah. so that, that's my example. But yeah, and that and I always use the Numa song because that always goes over well as well for entry music. Okay. And that, that's probably 25 years old. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, lots of old music. But um, did run into some 336ers, which is always fun. Cool. I run into a 336er as well in this right. past week. So, so we all have 336er stories. And, but mine came with some requests. Okay. Mine came back, with no requests, just compliments. See, mine said bring back some segments. Okay. So uh, one wanted a us to bring back a mailbag segment. So I don't know. I think we used to have a mailbag segment. But either way, I've got the button here. You're just a ball bag, ball bag, ball bag, a ball bag, my friend. Hey, ball bag. How you doing? So that means we're bringing back the mailbag. I think we call- stopped doing it because we realized that Oreo fans are knuckleheads. But maybe right. not. Maybe they actually so, have good questions. So know. here's what we're going to do. Ball bag segments coming back as our mailbag. All right, do some mailbag. Whenever, whenever we get stuff from you guys. We're not going to force it, but if you go on over to section 336.com, there's a new tab that says ball bag. You click on uh-huh. that, and it lets you submit questions, comments, whatever you want. Job okay. offers, all that all stuff. Right. Submit your and questions. Then, and then his dad mentioned that his favorite segment is Strawberry of the Week. Oh, and it's we been a long time. Now. It's yeah, been a long time for Strawberry. So Strawberry, I think we work on that, and bring that back because the way the Orioles are playing and uh, I Major League a, Baseball today. I got a strawberry ready. Strawberries. Yeah, I got a strawberry that comes immediately to mind is from this past let, week. Let me guess. He's a pitcher. No, he's a manager. All right. All right. Well, all right. Uh, all right. Well, let, let's, you know what? Let's get to, let's get to a strawberry. Um, the end of the, the end of the show. All right. We'll, we'll get to your I strawberry. Got a strawberry for you. Cause there are a few people that listen to this and do want to hear us talk about Orioles. Okay. Well, Josh, just to wrap up, we we talked about Trey Mancini. <laughs> Did you just lose power in your house? No. Did just disconnect you? <laughs> you just oh, you moved all your lights. 
you have no lights in your house anymore, do you? I don't have any lights. So that's why you're by the window. So a cloud just came by. Is that right. is that what happened? Yeah, all your yeah, it looked like you were podcasting in the dark. What? <laughs> there you go. Like that? Yeah. Is, are you just are you just glow are you you're just podcasting by the glow of your laptop screen, aren't you? No, I just when that happens, I'm just going I'm I'm swiping over to my notes. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's no lights in your house. The yeah. it's the glow of the podcast. Oh, hold up. I got a glow light I can turn Hey, all right, there we, there we go. go. I got, I got, go. A, I got a top light. I, I don't need lamps, but I got a, a light in the ceiling. A top light. Hey, I looked, I looked at a house this past week. We're gonna talk Orioles. I looked at the house. <laughs> our, our favorite house we saw so far is a duplex, yeah. a duplex in Severna Park. But I feel like okay. if I move to Severna Park, I have to start wearing like a Red Sox hat and cheering for the Red Sox. Exactly. So it makes me a little bit nervous moving to Severna Park. Right. Yeah. That, you'd have to become a Red Sox fan. Yeah, and I don't want to. So we'll have to see about that. I, I, I like this. Besides the echo, I like you podcasting from an empty house. Yeah. There's. I, I mean, Emily's here. She's sleeping on a mattress on the floor oh. upstairs. Yeah. Um, and then You're, yeah, there's me on the stairs. You calling that ceiling fixture a top light? Is nice. You should probably try out for broadcasting for the Orioles, like Melanie Newman, who yesterday when I'm listening to the Astros game, besides not painting a picture, continues to call the Skydome roof the ceiling. As in, you hit a fly ball, he's looking up to the ceiling. Oh, yeah. The ball's up by the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. That was well, cracking he, me up. And in, in Houston? They got what, Houston. the Astros? What does what Houston have? Minute they don't have the Astrodome anymore. Minute Maid Park. Minute Maid Park. That's right. Yeah. Um, so it's got a it's got a removable dome. Right. But it was right, closed right. yesterday, so Not she kept like referring Astrodome. to it as the ceiling. Yeah, that's funny. Um, the but I want to make one more note about the Mancini All Star Game. I just oh, think yeah. it's it's baseball. cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, baseball podcast. It's cool. I feel like that MLB got this right, inviting Mancini. He's not going to yes. be the All Star Game, but inviting him to the Home Run Derby, I thought it was cool. Yes, because they got it right, and I feel like baseball often and, gets these kind of things wrong. But they got remember, them right. What baseball always does is they is they always do the stand up to cancer thing. That's their thing for the All Star Game. So it makes a lot of sense. And I don't know. It seems like the obvious move. Like I know there were some Oriole fans putting together like a. Uh, what's the thing where you sign your name? Yeah, a petition or something. Petition, a petition yeah. to get Trey. But none of that was necessary. Like, if you and I can figure out the marketing genius of Button Trey Mancini on the All-Star, on the Home Run Derby, obviously someone from Major League Baseball had the idea too. Yeah, and Mancini has been, has been, he embraced it. Like, he wants to do it, unlike yeah. uh, like a Fernando Tatis Jr. who rejected them. Right. And, like, he talked about how he wants to talk about his cancer, too, yeah. and how, like, he's overcome cancer, and there's yep. life outside of cancer, and doesn't have to define you, and all this stuff. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it matches with MLB, what they and, claim to stand for. Yeah, it just makes perfect sense. And it gets his name out there even more nationally, not just as a cancer guy, but a home run guy. And we need uh, it, it. It could increase his trade value if he performs well. Yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing with that, I would say, the fortunate thing, the past couple of weeks he's been scuffling. The past couple of weeks, yeah. his batting average is down to two fifty something. Right, but it's the home run derby. Like his dad pitches to him or something. Yeah, he actually has his coach from Notre Dame pitching to him. But okay, what I'm saying, cool. Josh, is the fact that he's been scuffling offensively lately. Is a good you know, thing because I think it decreases his trade value. 
which increases the likelihood that he stays here. Right. So I'm not saying I root for a treatment team to get out when he's at the plate, but I see I'm okay with a little bit of a slump. Yeah, well, you know what? I think he's making a mistake by getting his coach from Notre Dame to pitch. He should just get one of the Orioles pitchers to pitch to him. That's right. He should get he Michael Yannis. Yeah. Michael Yannis to pitch Yannis. to him. I was going to say Matt Harvey, but Matt Harvey had a good outing yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to bash him the day after. Yeah, but you're right. Oh, he could, um, some of those pitchers could. He could bring over Dylan Bundy. Uh, get Dylan Bundy out there pitching to him. Right. But, that, but yeah, great story. Um, and you know what? It gives me a reason to pay attention. That's ne- it's next week, right? Or is it in two weeks? I think two weeks. Where's my schedule? It's usually middle of July. I think middle of July. Maybe July 10th. Maybe 10th. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just throwing out days. July 10th, like it's a day that I recognize as a day. I mean, I think we're like three days away from halfway point. I was looking at the, the standings. We're close today, to halfway today, point. Today, I believe today is the halfway point. I don't point. think it is, but we're close to it. Maybe, I mean, I guess maybe for some oh, Today's game 80, so tomorrow would be halfway. Okay, there we go. Um, speaking of kind of full season, big picture, Josh. And the, the All-Star game is in two weeks. Okay. But the 14th? The, thir- the 13th is the All-Star game. So okay, the 13th. 12th is probably the Home Run Derby then, right? Yeah. And they, the draft is, is that time too. So. Yeah, the draft is like the 9, 10, 11. Yeah, it's going to be a fun week. I think MLB is doing that right. This is the first time they've done, I think, that with the yeah. All-Star game and the draft. Yep. I like that. I like this a lot. I do too. We're going to have uh, – maybe we talk draft next week. Yeah, let's get some draft next week. Um that makes sense to do. Um, no, but I wanted to talk about, Josh, there's been, I've been thinking about this a lot because there's been, um, I, I was just mentioned to my dad, the dad was talking about how. No, he's my dad too. Yeah. I know how to say my dad. I, I, our, dad, our, dad, our dad. Our dad. Our <laughs> dad. Um, oh, for our listeners though, I, I feel okay. like I'm, I like to talk directly to the listeners, Josh. Right. Okay. Listeners, my dad was saying. No, but we were talking about just how this team is beyond – it doesn't feel like a rebuilding team. It just feels like a really terrible team. And it's yes. not even like an entertaining product. And at what point do the Orioles have an obligation to be somewhat entertaining? Because this is just embarrassing, you know? All right. Yeah. And this For is – Who's at second base? Who is this guy? Lebia. Liba. Lebia. Libya. Yeah. Libya. I thought we are at war with him. Yeah. He's he he went what zero for twenty five before he got his first hit. So good for him. He was on some kind of Hyunsu Kim type streak there. Right. Um, so good for him for getting a hit. No, but I, I mean he was he was he was crushing it in Norfolk. So I'm okay with I'm okay with Lebia. All right, are you um, okay with Urias playing short? Yeah, I'm okay with that. None of these guys are <laughs> the future. Do you know what it stinks for though? It stinks for Richie Martin and Jemiah Jones. Richie Martin's still hurt. Yeah, Richie right. Martin's still hurt. That's the thing. Like, the past two years, Richie Martin's gotten hurt. And there's yeah. been so many opportunities for him to play. Yep. But he hasn't been to play. I, thought, I was just thinking about Richie Martin. Um, but, yeah, Jemai Jones, that, a lot of people are upset. And I said it, too. Like, I tweeted out, I'm not watching another game that Matt Harvey, until Matt Harvey's replaced as a starter and Jemai Jones is up here. I'm not watching another game. I think I've watched every game since I tweeted that. I was going to say, yeah, Matt Harvey had a good game. Uh, this out and, yeah. And, and not and, horrible, the one before. And I'm okay with Jemai Jones not being here, either. Like, I don't, I don't care. Um, if he's here, <laughs> I'm not, I'm watching the game either way. My Jones right. series, what bad in seventh. Uh, I'm okay with him being here. I'm okay with him not being here. I know. I think he needs to work on his defense. I believe him. That's fine. But we all want Jamai Jones because we want to know if he's really part of the future. We know Urias isn't. We know Libya isn't. 
Yeah, and we don't know about Jemiah Jones. Jemiah Jones is a guy that was kind of sold to us as he has a chance to be our future second baseman. Yeah, but maybe, maybe not, right? He's not like this can't-miss top prospect. Right, but isn't that what this year's about, is to figure out the maybe, maybe nots? Well, well I don't think Mike Elias views it like that. I think he views... Like the time in Norfolk has seen that. And I, I think he views, I don't think he, like, I think he'll yo-yo guys. Like, it's been interesting, right? Because he's yo-yoed Ryan McKenna. A lot, yeah. Um, and Ryan McKenna, and now Ryan McKenna's playing more than, like, he's not up there as a fourth outfielder since he's been caught up again. He's playing every day, batting, like, lead off or fifth. He's, on the, he's, fifth he's on the bench tonight, isn't he? No, he's batting no, fifth, you're right. Josh. He's the Check your box score. You're right. Well, he had a good game yesterday. He's been playing really well. And he's playing extremely well at Norfolk when he was caught up. And so I think they're trying to see kind of – I think they're done with D.J. Stewart, to be honest. And right. I think they're trying to take a longer look at a guy like Ryan well, McKenna as, as, a, as a potential piece, which is interesting. They're, it's kind of like what they're not doing with Jemai Jones. But what McKenna does is even if the offense is still not there 100%, the defense is there 100%, the base runs there 100%. And that's not quite true of Jemai Jones, I don't think. Right. And McKenna – McKenna came up at the very beginning of the season, and you and I said it's a little early for McKenna. We were expecting him yes. as a call-up more mid-season. Yes. Well, now we're at mid-season, so now it's about when we expected him. So we yeah. got yo-yoed for this first half. Now's when we really think, okay, now he might be ready for the majors, which right. is interesting. And, now, and before, and it makes sense to think about it a little bit, before they just needed a fourth outfielder. So he was like out there for defensive replacement, playing maybe once a week. Now he seems to be, all right, this is his real shot to show that he has something. Right, right. Playing every day. Yeah. Now it's the, can he play every day? So then what does that mean? Do we look to trade Santander? Do we look to trade Mullins? What do we do? Right. Um, and Santander, just based on his year, has, looks like he's untradeable. Um, just based on not right. having a good year and on injury. Right. And then the question is Mullins, it, did he peak? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. Like, it's hard to imagine him playing any better in his entire life than he's right. played his first half. Right. Right. So, do you give trade Mullins, get good pieces, and give Mullins an opportunity to get on a good playoff team while he's hot? Yeah, it's and, interesting. Especially yeah, if you really think Austin Hayes can hold down center field for your future. Yeah, but Austin Hayes is is a very is a question mark. McKenna's question mark. Um, I think Mullins is the most sure thing of all those guys, but you're right. It's, it's interesting because Josh, I've become so depressed with this team and the future recently. Um, and I, I, I want to make this there's point. One, Josh. There's one I, person I, that excites me. Okay. Can I just finish this point about the rebuild? I was yep. saying that I started with, it got me all distracted talking about second base. I think what people are forgetting in this, like, is it okay for Michael Elias to tank all the time? And should he be trying to put a competitive field on the team? Like there's this debate. Should he be trying to win at all? Right. And what I want to say is, the beginning of the season, you and I both thought they would be a 70-win team. Yes. And not because we're idiots. We may be idiots. But the reason we said that is if you look at last year, our winning percentage was 400, I think 417. We projected to win you know, 70-plus games last year. And then we had the addition this year. We thought, right, a full-year Ryan Mountcastle. We thought the addition of Trey Mancini – we thought Jose Iglesias being traded, but Freddie Galvis was an equal replacement. And the emergence of these starters, Dean Kramer pitched really well last year. Keegan Aiken pitched really well. John Means had a rough first start half last year, but then a great second half. Obviously, he's picked up on that. And so you could see how this thing could work out for us to be a 71 right. team. Right. So, and, right. And, and then you added Matt Harvey to the mix. You tried right. out Felix Hernandez. Didn't work, but, but. yeah. We're on pace to be a 50-win team. Right, but what I'm saying is, Josh, 
on paper, Michael Elias could have argued that he was trying to win some games. He signed Michael Franco. He signed Freddie Galvis. He brought in Matt Harvey. You thought, okay. based on what you saw last year with Keegan Aiken and Dean Kramer, that they could continue to pitch well. But none of us really thought he was trying to win games this year. He had a $40 million salary. But you didn't think he was trying to lose 120. You didn't think he was trying to lose every game. You didn't right. think he was completely tanking, right? Right, right, sure. But now, sure. And but those fans injuries. talk now like Michael Elias is trying to lose. But what I'm trying to tell you guys is, like, this is a setback for the whole organization because these young players like Dean Kramer, like Bruce Zimmerman, yeah. like Zach Lothar, like, I mean, just go on down the list, the, haven't played the, well. Yeah, you're right. All the guys, the guys who were Duquette guys that a lot that Elias was just stuck with have not performed yet. Yeah. And these, and we were, I think Mike Elias was, I think Oriole fans were counting on 2023. This could be a fourth or fifth starter. We right. don't know who, but you have this whole bunch of Dean Kramer, Bruce Zimmerman, Zach Lowther, um, Keegan Aiken, right? And let me tell you right now, Josh, Dean Kramer, ERA, 7.25. Matt Harvey, you brought in his experiment. You thought at the beginning of the season it might work out. ERA of 7.54. Jorge Lopez, ERA of 6. Um, Bruce Zimmerman has pitched well, but injuries, right? 4.83. Uh, Keegan Aiken, ERA of 7.11. Zach Lowther, ERA of 15.19. Alex Wells, another guy. We're going to see him hopefully today pitch for the first time multiple innings. Um, and so we'll get a look at Alex Wells. But, but I'm saying, you had this whole crop of pitchers in Dean Kramer and Keegan Aiken and Zach Lothar and Alex Wells. And you thought maybe you could patch together one or two starters out of this whole group. But they've all right. been bad. And I don't think Michael Elias anticipated that. And I think it's a setback for our whole organization that they, these pitchers have pitched so poorly. Yeah, it's disappointing. Um I don't know how much of a setback it is because I don't know what Elias really was planning. Um, I, I'll tell you, Alexander Wells looked really good in those two innings he pitched uh, yeah. yesterday. And, and today, Travis Lakins is starting, but I think Alex Wells is going to piggyback him and, and pitch. Um, uh, I mean, I think they're hoping to pitch the most innings out of any pitcher today, even though he's not starting. Right. So, um, and that, isn't Alex Wells, isn't he the guy who was like a softball player or something? He's from Australia. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't, uh, was he, I don't know his exact history. So, um, I don't know, but I like that. That's a, that guy's looking interesting. But, but do you see my point, Josh? Like, yeah. I, I don't think Michael Elias was trying to purposely be the worst team in baseball well, this year. There's this thing Oriole fans are doing and it's irritating. Where there's, they're ticked that the Orioles aren't winning. So they say, oh, Michael Elias doesn't know what he's doing. And then they're also saying, trust the process. And they're saying, like, they're speaking out two sides of their mouth because the process isn't moving fast enough for them because they want Grayson Rodriguez up here now because yeah. they want uh, Adley Rushman up here now. Yeah, but, but Josh, my point is, and here's why I'm so depressed about the, the state of the Orioles for me, state of the Orioles, right. really, because, really down for me right now. And, and the reason is, okay, let me envision this future. Yeah. Grayson Rodriguez is a starter, and let's say it all works out. He becomes a great starter. Yeah. Okay, great. We have John Means, Grayson Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> like, and, well, then you got D.L. Hall. Okay. First of all, D.L. Hall right now is injured. Secondly. Yeah, but you're talking about the future. Yeah, but Josh, how many? Okay, we have three really good starters in the all minors. Right. Kyle Bradish, D.L. Hall, right. yeah. Grayson Rodriguez. Yep. 
here's what's going to happen. I'll tell you right now. The chances of all three of them working out and being really good Magic starters is like winning the freaking lottery. Oh, I hear what you're happen. saying. None well, of the guys he, No, that here's what's going to happen, Josh. One of them will be a good starter. One of them will be a bullpen arm. And one of them will be hurt and never really work out. That's okay. what's probably going to happen. All right. I got you. And I understand what you're saying is if, Kramer, if Kramer and Zimmerman and all these guys are bust, that sucks. That hurts the team a lot. Right, because now you have two starters. Aikens, yeah. Aikens gone, all these guys gone. Now, I, no matter what, even with these guys, I didn't think they were all were going to fit into this rotation. I still thought that next year the Orioles need to go out and sign a big arm, a, a trusted veteran presence that can be at the top of your rotation ahead of these young guys. Yeah. So I, yeah, I still yeah. think you, you're not spending money this year. You're going to have to spend money on, on some veterans and it might, it definitely needs to be a pitcher and it might have to be two pitchers. It might have to be a pitcher and a second baseman who knows, but you're going to have to add some veterans to this team of young players. I mean, I want the Orioles to go sign. We're seeing right now the Orioles play Carlos Correa for the Astros, one of the best players in baseball. Right. I want to give him a Manny Machado contract. And you got the Michael Elias connection between Houston. He drafted him at Houston. Now with the Orioles, I want to do what the Padres did with Manny Machado, stealing our guy, Manny Machado. I want the Orioles to do that with Carlos Correa and then build around Correa. That's what I like to see happen. But we're going to find out this offseason if we're, if we're going to, you know, if, if we feel like we're close, because right. if Michael Elias feels like we're close, he'll, he'll sign some free agents. Well, and, um, but if he doesn't yeah. feel like he's close, we're going to do some more Michael Franco nonsense yeah. and Matt Harvey crap. And I, and I don't want that. I'm done with that. That's but, irritating to me as an Oriole fan. If I, I'm still holding on to 2023, and I think for 2023, you sign the veteran next year for like a three, four-year deal. Yeah, and I, I know, Josh, and I hear what you're saying, but I'm so depressed about 2023 because I got you. Because I, I just see, I just see, and I and I, I there's a guy for FanCraft who thinks that DL Hall would be a good reliever, and that's fine. But we, we but we see um, uh, if DL Hall becomes a good reliever, that's fine. But then we still just have Grace Rodriguez and John Means, and if DL Hall works out, that's fine. We have three starters, and then we have no one else. Yeah. Th- that, who's our next guy? Jorge Lopez, who is in the area of six. Right. Um, and then if you look at the offense, we're ranked 23rd in runs scored. Adley Rutschman will push us put will put will push us up to what twenty? Um Gunnar Henderson is about twenty years away. Um Kerstat, our next top rated offensive prospect, how far away is he? I don't think he's gonna be here by twenty twenty three, Josh. And right. so the only top hitting prospect by twenty twenty three that will be here is is Adley Rutschman. Is he gonna take us from a twenty three ranked offense to a top ten offense? I don't think so. Combined with our pitching, who's coming? I mean, Grace Rodriguez, that's one. Well, Who else is coming? I guess we're gonna have to bring in some top pro- some big prospects when we trade Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini. I mean, it makes you think, right? No, I would never have said trade Cedric Mullins, but no. I just because I'm depressed, I'm thinking, well, maybe we maybe we are five years away. Right. I don't know. Uh, well, and the, yeah, and the as Trey I'm Mancini, wearing my 2023 Oriole shirt, right? And the Trey Mancini trade talk makes a lot of sense when you look at that because he's a free agent after 2022. So it's like, yeah, yeah, he is. Either, he's got he's got one more year for this. Right. So you're either you're not winning it all next year. No, you're not. But Josh, I thought yeah. I thought we would be competitive, like pushing for 500 next year. We will. I don't, I don't think I don't think we're there anymore. I I think we will. I'm still hopeful. Yeah. I think I think um, I think some of these guys have been disappointing, but I think it'll be okay. Josh, we rank our our in team ERA. We are ranked in all the baseball dead last, right? In starting pitching ERA. 
we are ranked dead last with an ERA, Josh, over six runs from our starters. Our ERA is over six. And we have the worst. So before any of this is solved, we need to find starting pitchers. And and I, I don't think we're, and I thought if Dean Kramer, Keegan Aiken, Zach Lauther, Alex Wells, if none of these guys work out, and we still got Cobb Radish, who's been inconsistent to play, but if none of these guys work out, we're not going to be able to fill in a five-man rotation to, to be competitive in baseball. Yeah. Again, I think they sign one or two guys, and I think some of the other guys uh, work out. I mean, I, think, I hope so. I think it's a little too um, early to, to say these guys aren't going to work out. Well, and maybe it is, but this is what gets lost in this debate that Michael Elias is trying to tank or something. No, like you have play, young players who are not performing well, not to mention offensively. We're talking about pitching-wise. Offensively, Santander has taken a big step back this year, both due to injury and then just poor performance. Our, the second-best pattern on our team right now is Ryan Mountcastle, and he didn't start playing baseball or didn't start really playing well until June. And right now, statistically, him and Trey Mancini have very similar stats. Um, and then Cedric Mullins. And it's just these three uh, offensively. And that's kind of it, especially now with Freddie Galvis being hurt. So you just have so many holes. And you hope Austin Hayes can turn around and start playing well. He had a great I – watched, I watched all yesterday's game when they whooped up on, on the Astros. Actually, I fell asleep. I went to sleep right after – Austin Hayes hit that uh, game-leading two-run homer. Okay, because I didn't after, want to watch him blow Tanner it. Scott walking three guys to tie up yeah. the game. Oh my gosh, I saw that. No one could, and they had to come on Tyler Wells. High ironic. Tyler Wells, a Rule Five guy, they had to call in to clean up the mess of Hunter Harvey and Tanner Scott. Right. Um, but but no, I'm, I'm I'm just so pessimistic right now, and and, and not because of Michael Elias' process, but I, I I just think it's players have had a, a, a setback this year. Cedric Mullins, right. hugely forward. Ryan Mackhouse seems to be having, having a step forward. All right. How about so many this? players are having stepped back, so it makes me concerned. How about this? Did you get some hope on Sunday seeing Dylan Tate perform? Hey, yeah, yeah. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Thrown in the high 90s. I think it might yeah, hit high 90s. Struck out five of six batters. Yeah. That's, so, that, yeah, mean, that's, that hope. Nice. that's some hope in the pitching. Yeah, but what about Tanner ten, ten Scott? And maybe, I wonder if... Um, <laughs> The Tanner sticky Scott stuff affects stuff. hard throwers like Tanner Scott more than other guys. Um, uh, but also, like, Tanner Scott, he does this sometimes. But yesterday, literally, Josh, you watch the game. Not only can he not throw a fastball for a strike, like, he's throwing his slider over and over against the slider. He could throw for a strike a fastball. He couldn't throw for a strike. But, like, it wasn't within five feet of the strike zone. Like, it was hitting the dirt before he got to the catcher. It was over the catcher's head. Like, he wasn't even close to the strike zone. And how can you have a leading reliever like Tanner Scott He's not a rookie anymore, man. He's got to throw strikes. That's concerning, too. Yeah. Tanner, I really, I really like Tanner Scott. I do, too. But I Friend of the think, show. Right. I think Tanner Scott, um, I think he's gone. I, I don't know. He's got, he's, got, he's got control problems that we haven't seen. Wow, since, since the guy on the uh, Indians in uh, Major League. I mean, uh, I don't remember the guy's name. Charlie Sheen's character. Yeah. He's like taking out cardboard heads. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, yeah that's that was Tanner, Tanner Scott, Scott last night. Yeah, that's Tanner Scott. And I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. And because like, stuff wise, there's no one better right, than Bullpen. Right. And all right, maybe it's just, it's right. If he's smart, he comes out and he blames not having the sticky stuff. 
But we've seen yeah. this from him his whole career, control issues. You see Hunter Harvey out there accused of using sticky stuff. That, there's this knucklehead for New York called John Boy or something, Jim Boy, Jumbo no. Boy. Yeah, Jumbo. Um, Jimbo yeah, he Boy. Makes, yeah, he, makes the, he makes the Twitter video. Yeah, and he, he, he sent a video about, oh, what is Hunter Harvey doing as they were applying like, stuff, yeah. stuff to his arm? And right, you watch like the video, hot. and he never went to his arm one right. time. It's icy hot. He does it before every time well, it comes just, out. It's, it's a normal like, thing. Right. It's just like the guys who were trying to do the video accusing John Means of using something after his no-hitter. Yeah. It's, yeah. You, you get everyone with a freaking video camera or everyone yeah. watching the game and can well, record it. And Yeah. I, did, I do like – I like accusing Tom, accusing the Orioles of cheating. Orioles pitching of cheating. Right. And, and Hunter Harvey then couldn't throw a strike. Okay, yeah. Okay, he's cheating. Well, yeah. It's just like how they had to come out and check uh, Mickey Janice. Yeah, 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 yeah. When his whole thing is not spinning the ball. Right. right. Uh, hey, exactly. Can I just say about this but whole checking pictures? Oh no, I like, you want to finish this conversation? No, right, I was just going to say that I like the guy that dropped his pants. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the I like the pictures kind of push you back a little. Yeah, I like. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of this whole development with checking pitchers. I, I I think it's great for baseball because it adds a whole another level of like antagonism yeah. and drama and intrigue. I loved. It. I was hooked when Max Scherzer. Like I turned up the <laughs> yeah. World game and was watching Max Scherzer. Yes. Um, as they checked Max Scherzer and how he was so mad about it. Like I think that's great for baseball. It adds drama. It adds intrigue. It adds kind of gets people fired up. And I saw a, public, a bunch of people on, on Twitter complaining, this is a joke. Like, this is embarrassment to baseball. Like, no. what are you kidding me? I, I would never watch this game. Now I'm watching because it's freaking entertaining. Like, this is this whole thing I think is great for baseball, not only because hitters are hitting more, which is great because pitchers stop cheating, but also because the whole checking people for stuff and, and how they've reacted, dropping your pants, whatever, it's just right. it's funny. And it's also like entertaining, and it kind of heightens things up. It makes everything a little more tense, and I and like at the it. Same time, I'm a fan, it's, right? And and it's not a big deal. If you're not cheating, who cares? Let him check your hat. Let him check your glove. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but I also get like Max Scherzer being like, because he's so like just a fired up dude, right? Yeah. And you go from being fired up and striking the guy out. Like, can you imagine Tyler Young yesterday got that strikeout? He was so pumped up, and then going over there and they want to check your glove. You're like, no, dude, I'm so pumped. I'm so amped. I can't no, just but, stop here and let me check my I belt. Get I get that, but I understand like the the checks are coming in hard now. It'll calm down eventually. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it. And, I love it. I'm a know, fan of it. But, I think but it's also, funny and entertaining. Pitchers whine about this, but you know if there was talk going around about players corking their bats, as soon as someone hit a home run and was celebrating, the pitcher would be whining to check his bat. Oh, yeah. Like, like pitchers have done this to themselves, right? Because yes. they kept on pushing it and pushing it and pushing it right. until they come up with this mysterious spider tag substance. So, yeah. like, it's, it's on you for pushing it and pushing they, it and pushing it way too far. Right. They branded and sold <laughs> something to cheat. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar, Josh. I mean, I don't want to make the comparison, but it is. The Roids. To, to the Roids, where it's, at it's, first it's you really just ignored it. And all of a sudden, it becomes so obvious and out uh-huh. of control. They're like, okay, we got to say something about this guy. Right, right. And then you crack down on it. Yeah, it's not illegal, or we would see Max Scherzer in Congress pointing his finger. Yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah, no, the response by Garrett Cole was very similar to some, some Rafael yeah. Palmero stuff. Uh, I still <laughs> think I need to go on Amazon and buy some spider tech, and we see how well we can use it. Yeah. Maybe. maybe uh, improves our softball spin rate. I, I, well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we get one of those baseballs that you throw, and it measures your speed. Yeah. And we do a test before and after spider tech. Yeah. 
Well, you got it. It's a spin rate. Can we spin, spin the ball? Rate? Yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. Ball yeah, movement. but does spin rate make the ball move faster? I th- yeah, but I think it moves. I guess like it's supposed to make like for fastballs, help it like stay the drop. same plane and not drop to like stay up. So like a rising right. fastball, gotcha. and then it's supposed to help your cutters and sliders All move. Right. All right, I'll look into it and figure out some ways we can have some tests to see uh, if we can climb walls with spider tech. But I think they should use they should let Oriole pitchers to make things more for the sake of parity. Let since we have the worst area in baseball, let us use spider tech. Right. And kind of give us some spider attack. I think that would be fair. And all right, here's my thought. Why they're all putting spider they were all putting spider attack on their hat or their belt buckle or their elbow or their glove. Why don't they just put it on their fingers when they're in the dugout? And then run out there. Yeah. So then they can at least throw hard for the first couple, get that spin rate up high to get on the first batter. Like do you have to put it on your finger every throw? Maybe I don't know, but I mean, Josh, if if you say why don't they do this, then my my response would be, I'm sure they're doing it. Yeah, I'm sure they're that. doing Cause it. Because that's the thing is, I guarantee they're finding another way to cheat. Well, if, if yeah, if not, they're working on it, right? If not yet, they're right. working on it. Yes. Okay. Um, Ripping the monitor down off the wall did not stop the Astros from cheating. Yeah, I mean, we could we could brainstorm all day, and I bet this is what's happening. I bet pitchers are brainstorming. Like, what if, what if we give it to a position player? Because they don't take position players. What if you get yeah. a position player? You think there's like a uh, private group chat on uh, like WhatsApp or Slack of major league pitchers? All getting together. They all, all to... talk, talking online about how to get around different umps. Yeah, I want to put it past them. I want right. to put it past them. Hey, a couple of things. Uh, one other thing I want to get to before we get to our ball four. Yeah. In the midst of all this losing, though, Josh, I think it's important to remember. I had a really great time this past week. Once again, this is my second game doing this, going to the Bowie Bay Sox. And how fun, I just had a really fun time at the Bowie Bay Sox. Um, and a shout out to our boy Adam Pohl for kind of being nice to my kids and hooking them up with balls and taking them kind of backstage, backstage, if you will, yeah. to get some balls. That's great. I love Adam Pohl. Um, and, and I just think like going to Bay Sox Stadium, I also ran into a listener, shout out to Steve, listener of the show. Um, he said we had. He said, uh, what, "What was the word he used, Josh?" He said we had um, chemistry. I don't think legacy. chemistry was the word. Legacy uh, connection. It wasn't legacy. Um, we'll maybe it was chemistry. But anyway, he liked the dynamic of you and I. Um, yeah, it's like we've known each other our whole lives. It's almost yeah, like we go way back. And he yeah. he knew we were brothers. All right, good. Good. Yeah, yeah and, and he, brothers. It made me happy. Two things made me happy. He knew we were brothers, and he never mentioned the name of Bert. So both those things <laughs> made me really happy. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be fun when we get Bert on and uh, when we all go down to the Outer Banks in a few weeks, we'll get Bert on and we'll get some listeners being like, who's Bert? Yeah, because we've had a bunch, of, a bunch of listeners who do not know Bert. All right, then uh, we'll get other people that – some people will be excited that Bert's back. Yeah. Um, but, but, no, it was, just, it was just a great – and I didn't – honestly, I had, I had Faye there too and she's two and she's a handful. And so I didn't <laughs> yeah. watch as much of the game. We oh, did I the had, carousel thing and some other I things. I had dinner with you last night. I saw Faye's a handful. Yeah, yeah she, she's, a, she's we call her Faye Monster for a reason. But but still, it was just, it was fun. And I think sometimes you watch the Orioles, you forget it's fun sometimes. <laughs> but baseball, just the sport itself, is fun. And last night with the Astros, that was a fun game. The other thing I've been doing, just uh, boys and girls, just a little, this is just to help you out while you watch the Orioles game. I've been super into, I'm really into the NBA playoffs at this point. So, and I'm rooting for, because of our friend of the show, Char- Charlie Hoppus, 
He's a huge Clipper fan. Yeah. So I've jumped on the Clipper bandwagon. Um, and so I've been rooting for, for the Clippers. And I just, I go back and forth. And I root for the, um, I'm, I'm torn between the, because the Hawks have some Maryland, you know, has the Maryland player, and Trey Young seems like a fun player. Um, but I also like Adekupupo, Giannis, I like Giannis, um, Giannis. So, um, but anyway, if you switch back from the Oriole game and the NBA playoffs, it makes it more pal- pal- palatable to watch a Orioles game as opposed to sitting straight through. So I've been doing that recently. It's just kind of helped me out to sit through an Oriole game. Though last night I watched more Orioles than playoffs because the Orioles pitched, uh, play, played so well yesterday. It was a fun game. Tom Eshelman versus Zank Reiki, and we got the win. Josh, my bookie, I think, had the Orioles at plus 400. You should have bet that game yesterday to win. But all right, yeah, that, that would have been that, a good one. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. All you right. want to do some some ball four? Or you want to do talk iTunes reviews? I don't know where you want to go next, Josh. Oh, you're saying that's that is wait, hold on. Is that all the oral news for a week? I've been missing. I haven't watched, I haven't been able to watch any games. Just check the box scores for the past ten days. And you're telling me the only news is that Trey Mancini's in the home run derby, Galvis is hurt, and Libya now plays for us. Yes, the other and I, and I mentioned Ryan Mountcastle is in fuego. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. I have you, seen Ryan Mountcastle and his uh, home runs. Josh, 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 you haven't watched baseball for a week. Josh, go to tonight and just watch the Ryan Mountcastle at bats. He had a, he had a bat yesterday. There was a borderline pitch, but it was like a couple inches outside. He took for a walk. Ryan Mountcastle took it for a walk. Uh, the, the the one he hit the home run on yesterday to hit the game winner. He was down zero and two. And he fought back, I think, to a two and two count, took a couple pitches, got a fastball, hit for a home run. He's having quality at bats. He's having a good eye at the plate. Uh-huh. First two pitches, he'll swing at anything. But after that, he like has a good eye and waits for his pitch. Ryan Mountcastle looks like a different hitter at the plate. Is it that, too, that's a new story. Is it too late for rookie of the year? No, it's not. No, it's not. If he plays like this, like if he plays like this, he's very much contention for rookie of the year. Um, so yeah, Trey Mancini, uh, Homer Derby, Ryan Mountcastle, Cedric Mullins just continues to hit everything. He's the best outfitter in the American league. Um, he better go, better start in the all-star game. I guess the thing to do it, right. Everyone's saying that you vote for Mike Trout and Byron Buxton and Cedric Mullins because Mike Trout and Byron Buxton are going to be hurt and not play. (laughs) (laughs) So if Mike Trout even gets voted in, they're going to bump him for Cedric Mullins. Um, yes, yes. Mike Trout will because just name recognition. This is why fan voting is stupid, right? Oh, it's ridiculous. It's I don't so think dumb. fan votes should ever be accounted for in all star yeah. games. Well, this is why I hate the ball bag because fans are dumb. Um, oh, but, the ball bag is for, ball bags for coconuts, yeah, not, not, not coconuts. We don't have fans, we got listeners, and, yeah, that's right. Thank coconuts. you, Josh. Thank you. We three sixers, um, yeah, and, and Lebia is up, Jemiah Jones is not up, everyone's upset about it. Um, I think Tra- Travis Lakins is starting tonight. That's all you need to know about our starting situation. Yeah, he just got called on a balk. Oh, nice. That's new. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that's fun. Uh, um, yeah, because he moved his foot. Yeah. So. Um, Ryan Mountcastle, I mean, um, Adley Rutschman's still at double A, may- maybe forever. They might just, he might just play his entire career at double A. Maybe Adley Rutschman will play his entire career just for the Bowie Bay Sox and help them win some championships. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see Adley next year. Adley's up next year. I don't know if he is, Josh. I, don't, I really don't. All right. All right. Who, um, who makes it up here first, Jemai Jones or Adley Rushman? 
<laughs> it's big, it should be Jemiah Jones because I don't think we're going to see Adley Rushman this year. Jemiah Jones should have been up two weeks ago. Yeah, that's it. Oh, his defense is not ready as I watch Pat Flake play shortstop. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Or Urias. Yeah. Um, all right. But no, that's the Orioles talk. All right, Josh, it's, we... 8, it's 8.50. We've been doing this thing for 50 minutes. 46 minutes. All right. Fine. I'm doing this. I don't Since I hit record. Sorry mm-hmm. for that five-minute pre-show where I talked to you <laughs> before we hit record. Um, all right. Before we get to the ball bag, let's highlight these iTunes there's, there's reviews. There's no ball bag, but okay, go to iTunes reviews. Whatever, ball four. Yeah. Um, and our, oh, we said we'd get to a strawberry. I got a strawberry too. All right. So we'll get strawberry after the iTunes reviews because last week, uh, I feel like it was at the very end of the show, we came up with a challenge asking people to uh, use a word in their iTunes reviews. Yes. So... Uh, did people you mail out a T-shirt to someone, Josh? One of these people is mailing out, is getting a T-shirt. But uh, I need you to think because I'm going to read these reviews and you need to give a word for next week. Okay. So we can do this again. All right. First review in from Derek P. During the show, Matt and Josh give great insight to the current and legacy Baltimore Orioles. There we I go. I enjoy their casual conversation throughout the podcast too, including their ball four segment. From Darable Dog, uh, Section 336 is a must-listen. The commentary between the hosts is entertaining, funny, and easy to listen to. They don't overwhelm you with stats and other sabermetrics. They just give you observations from the perspective of the common fan. <laughs> I, feel someone, like that's, I feel like that's a little bit of a uh, yeah, backslap you know what it is? Comment, it's, it's, Yeah, it's like the, the good Trey Mancini story and his home run derby. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I really appreciate you guys. You guys really don't know what you're talking about, but you're, <laughs> you're entertaining the fans, and you're entertaining, so I'll continue to listen, yeah. even though you really don't back yep. anything up with evidence, and you don't know what you're talking about, right. I'll still listen. Right, exactly. Well, right. It's because, I'll take it. It's because our show is the same conversation of you and I when we go to the ballpark and talk. That's, okay, why, but, we, that's hey. why we were recognized before with just our voice, because we argue at the ballpark the same way we do on this. That's fine. And I never talked about war or anything about what started pitching. But I did mention our ERA. We have the worst ERA in all of baseball, yeah. over six. Yes. Um, like, 6.04. Would that make it better? Right. I said 6.04 <laughs> starting ERA. And a run differential of minus 144. Yeah, there we go. There's your stats. Who's it who don't use stats? All right. And uh, when someone asks me for an Orioles recommendation, I always say Section 336. The legacy this podcast will leave is one for the history books. All right. Two fans chatting. A couple of fans chatting about the Orioles with a different take. Friendly, personable, lots of good info, legacy building. And all those reviews give us five stars. One of those three guys is going to get a Section 336 shirt. So let's do this. Uh, R.H. Balto, Darable Dog, and Derek P. Send me a message on Twitter or even better, head on over and send me a message in the ball bag because one of you was getting a T-shirt. Oh, my gosh. You're making them do more work? I don't know how to contact them. There's no way for me to contact them in iTunes. I guess all you do is these bizarre iTunes names. Yeah, how am I supposed to know who Darable Dog is? Yeah, I don't even, uh, how do you even come up with an iTunes name? What is that's like a different username, right? I don't like know. you just make it up the time. I'll give you I a don't understand that. Yeah, if you want to find me on iTunes, uh, Snapchat, uh, uh, Instagram, anything, it's always Josh Soroka. <laughs> I always use my full name. Everything. Yeah, like, I'm not coming up with a. a uh, Username. I did that when I was a kid, and then I got rid of them all when I became an adult. 
I forget how this works too because like on Peloton, they asked me what's your username on Peloton. I said Matt Sroka. And like in a Peloton, everyone's got these cool nicknames, like like uh, like you know. No. Dad Biker and you know all these clever nicknames like like their fantasy team names. I was like, oh crap! I just put my name when, when <laughs> no. I was when I was in high school. My AOL AOL name was Quan Su Dude from the movie Surf Ninjas, and at that point, I decided that uh, once I grew out of high school, I determined uh, usernames are stupid because they come outdated really quick. So yeah. I'm going with my personal name on everything. Yeah. Because Josh, I, I, I Orioles think, 2023 is cool now. In five years, when we still haven't won the World Series, it's going to be lame. Yeah. My AIM was wow, wow strokey. But exactly. Josh, you don't want to go now. That, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, I'd like to be a professor at your college. You can email me at wow strokey. Yeah. I think that's still my wow strokey at Yahoo. That's still my email. If you want to email me at Yahoo, I never took my Yahoo account, but it is wow strokey. Right, because you've abandoned that. I only use it for fantasy. Um, I, I think wow strokey should be the new code word for iTunes reviews. Wow strokey? Yeah. Okay. For spellers, it's W O W S T R O K I E. All right. That's, hold on. That's going to be way too hard to fit into a sentence. Like the wow, guys, did, yeah, these yeah. these three guys did a great job fitting in the word legacy. Yeah, so what's, this, what's this week's word? Yeah, don't do wild strokey. That's too challenging. Um, I don't know what what we talked about today. We talked about um, sticky stuff. Like, can we do sticky stuff? Uh, you just um, want sticky? All right, sticky. Let's do sticky. All right. Sticky. Include sticky somewhere in the iTunes review. All right, <laughs> that'll be it. That's that's your work for this week. No, but Josh, we were clearing out the house. I think I told you this. I don't know if I yep. told you this or not. We're clearing up the house, and we found like, going through all our kind of old kind of boxes of stuff. Right. And my wife kept all our conversations that we had on AOL chat when we what, were she, in like, like, high school. Printed them all out. They, she printed them out. Isn't that a little bit weird? Yeah, that's weird. And, and, like, my, like and, and pages that sounds... and pages of Emily Achika and Wow Strokey going back and forth, even before like we were dating, like when we were just kind of like friends. That's Isn't that a little a, bit weird and embarrassing. Well, that's what I and I said, Emily, that's embarrassing. And right. she came back at me and said, "You know what's really embarrassing, Matt? That I had letters and stuff from other girls still in my box." Wait, why would you have that in your box? I don't know. Why I don't know. I never, I never go through the box. How did that even get into the same house as you and Emily? That should never I, have moved into I, any I house. A, I have a box of, like, toys, and I have letters in there, and I have other stuff in there. from Like, I, I have trophies that I don't care about and yearbooks, and I also have, you know, some Ashley and Kaylee letters in you there. You mean trophies? Yeah. And it yeah. said that was awkward. And so yeah, that was awkward that's, going that's, through with her. That's way worse than the AOL conversations. That's what Emily said. And I said, I don't know yeah. if that's worse. Oh, but yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with Emily. Well, I threw most of those other letters away. Yeah. I found some letters like that recently, too. Oh, really? Yeah. But I'll share about that in maybe a month or two. All right. Fair enough. So. Uh, what are we doing? Are we doing ball four, Josh? You going hit to the, hit the button? Yeah. Let's do a little ball four. <laughs> Did not mean to hit the applause button also. Because <laughs> people really like the ball four. We're, no, we're applauding because that means this podcast is almost, episode's almost done. That's what yeah, people you were steering for. us into like romance letters. So we get away from that. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I might have to reach out to Emily. I think we have, I think when the Zany Burt Roadie's back, it's a, we do a little actor's studio. 
These are so. There's high school me on AOL. I know. So cringeworthy. I, I can't know. even read them. I couldn't even look at them. I read like two comments. I was like, I gotta put it down because it's oh. so cringeworthy. I know. But how much fun would it be for other people to read them? All right. Come on. I'll be you, and and Bert can be Emily. I can I can I say something I'm really happy about right now? They are locked in a pod somewhere in Delaware right now. They're <laughs> not getting them anytime soon. Oh, we'll find a way. <laughs> or I've got to remember this. All right, you hey, want to go with ball four or you want me to go with ball four? I'll go first. So in part of clearing at the house, I took a couple old video game systems to GameStop. And can I make a comment about GameStop, Josh? You're, I, I'm not very familiar with the GameStop I, world. You're more I familiar. I haven't been to GameStop in two years. When okay. I first moved to Florida, I went to GameStop to get a Xbox that I could hook up to the hotel TV because I was bored. Okay. That was my last time in a GameStop. Well, I, I went this past week, and here is a question to ask they, if, if you want to get made fun of, and really the, the whole tone of the conversation shifted when I asked this question. Um, I said... Um, Would you like I'm, to read my letters? <laughs> I'm trying to get Silas. <laughs> I'm trying to get Silas, who's four. I'm, I want to get to the age where we can play video games together, Right. And okay. we have we have a GameCube. So I said, "What kind of new games do you have for the GameCube?" You said new games. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the system. I know they have newer systems, but I thought they still made games for old systems. Why would they still make games for old systems? Because people still have the old system, Josh. Matt, I don't. I don't understand this new Nintendo system. He was trying to explain to me the new Nintendo system, the, the Switch. Switch? Yeah. I don't understand what that thing is. I can't even. You can't even understand that. I'll bring it on. I'll bring it on vacation to show you. Okay. Because then I was yeah. like, all right, all right, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that was, and all I right, knew that right, they probably I, didn't have new games for GameCube. But then right. I was like, okay, so what do you guys got? Right, I assumed, I thought. And they said, Wee, what are you talking about? <laughs> but they have the old games there, right? Like, they, they have like old games, crappy games you can buy. No, I was, I don't know. I was too flummoxed by his response. I didn't Well, because you said games. new games. Well, I, uh, yeah, because you know what I really was asking? I have an old Mario Party. I want to, what's the newest Mario Party you have? Because I want to get the newest version of Mario Party. Okay. Because that's the but game the, I want to play with Silas. But, but what you needed to do was just say, hey, do you have any games for the GameCube? And then they say, yeah, it's over on the shelf over there. And then you go to the M's and you find the Mario Party. All right, that's fine. You but, don't say, hey, you got any new Mario Party games? Because <laughs> that new Mario Party game for the GameCube came out before the guy that works at GameStop was born. Yeah, yeah, and those guys tend to, he, and he, 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 he knew that. Um, no, but the other thing that, that got me, Josh, yeah. is he tried to get me to this GameStop membership. You ever participate in the membership for GameStop? Oh, many times I got suckered in the membership. Okay. Because I, I used to trade games in, and they would give you more money if you get the membership. Yes. Yeah. The guy gave me this whole, I'm talking, it was like five minutes of, listen, if you, right now, I'll give you a $10 gift card now. If yes. you spend $5, you'll get another $5. Therefore, you have $15, and the GameStop uh, membership <laughs> only costs $15. Then, for every time you give money then, you get 10,000 points. Yes. And for the first and two months, we double the point total. Josh, yep. after two minutes, I was like, dude, your, your spiel here is so long and complicated. I have no I idea what you're talking about. I'll pass. Josh, because it's, it's bananas. <laughs> it's designed. It's designed for the gaming nerds. So they make their whole Game Pass thing or whatever. It's designed like it's Fortnite bucks or something. Yeah, it was like ten thousand points, and you had yeah. all these points and all. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I realized it would have been smart financially to do it, but it was too complicated that right. I didn't want to do it. Right. And then I was like, "That sounds dangerous." He's like, "Dangerous? What's dangerous about it?" I was like, "Well, you know, you're suckering people in <laughs> to buying more stuff to get the points. Right, it's so like I, the Coles bucks." 
So did you start getting me with the Coles dollars? So did you sell some bucks. of your old games? Uh, no, I, I sold an old system and some controllers. What system? The PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. So would you get like fifty bucks for that? No, I got uh, hundred twenty. Oh, I'm going to GameStop tomorrow. And I, it was two controllers and that. And then um, I tried to give them an Xbox, and they didn't want it. <laughs> they said, we'll uh, take your Xbox. What, what version? The 360. I got an Xbox One. They'll probably take that, too. Yeah, I, they won't go, take the I haven't been to GameStop in years. I'm going to go take this crap. Yeah. I didn't even have my HDMI cord because you didn't give me an HDMI cord with your PlayStation 5. And so I didn't even. Oh, I, I apologize that I gave you a PlayStation 5 and not an HDMI cord. So I had to use the one from the PlayStation 4, and so I went there without, like, a darn fool without an HDMI Did cord. Did they make you buy one there? Yeah, but they could, dis- could they right. distracted from the total. I still was 120 yeah. I still got 120 bucks. So now cool. I got a, a gift card with $120 that I'm going to buy a bunch of Mario Party GameCube games. No, just, no. You know what you do with it? Yeah. Go on GameStop's website, and you buy a PlayStation card. Oh, that's a good idea. So then you can use the PlayStation card on your PlayStation to download games. And do the online subscription? Yeah. All that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll do. yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good call. Yeah. But, but I want to get a system that I can play with Silas. How old do you have to – do you think Silas is ready well, for a game system? Well, I had an idea, and I wasn't sure if I should share it. Yeah. Uh, what about one of the handicap controllers? What do you, you know mean? with the – like they, like they do, like, I don't know if they, I assume they have one for the PlayStation, but I've seen like the commercial for Xbox. So like the kid that can't really function can still play video games because yeah. it's like giant buttons or whatever. Yeah. I need like two giant buttons and that's it. Like he can do yeah. iPad games. Like, I need something with, but the PlayStation controller is too complicated. Yeah. I don't know what the, is it? Yeah. Um, right. I mean, what you should do is you should, and, uh. I'm sorry, this is getting out of a ball four discussion completely. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> this is out of, sorry. It's yeah. the it's the PS5 dual sense accessibility controller. Oh, you think that would be easier for a kid? Yes. Right. I might look but, at I, but I don't know. That, but I think I'd recommend just the switch. Just getting the switch or like a Nintendo any like a, the NES or something. Well, I still got my GameCube. That I want to play with him. Doesn't, that, doesn't the GameCube controller have like a hundred buttons? Yeah, but oh, like a Mario Party game, you only yeah, need a couple of them. Good point. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. All right. What's your ball two? Uh, ball two is uh, I've been a whole week. I've been, uh, you know what? I'll go with this. I've spent a lot of time at the beach the past few days, uh, like uh, probably two hours every day at the beach, and I never got in the water. Instead, I played beach games. And I like beach games. So both my balls today are going to be beach games that were new to me. And the first one is, have you ever played the game Bottle Bash? Never played Bottle Bash. Uh, It's a pole that you stick in the ground, and then you put a bottle on top of it. And what you got to do is you got to throw a Frisbee and hit the bottle off. And the player's on the other side, and and your opponent, what he has to do is not let the Frisbee hit the ground and not let the bottle hit the ground. So if I throw the Frisbee at the bottle, you need to try to catch the Frisbee. But if I hit the bottle or the pole, you're going to have to catch the Frisbee and the bottle. If either mm. one of them hits the ground, I get points. Some quick reflexes there, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's my first ball is uh, is that game, which I played on the beach. All right. Played a lot um, of spike ball, but I think everyone knows what that is. 
Yeah, we know Spikeball. Um, I guess my, I, I don't know, I feel like it should do something moving related. We use the pod company to move our stuff. Can I just say, I thought it was a... Um, <laughs> your, your, ball two, your ball three is the pod company. The pod company. Um, they drop it right off of your house and then they take it to their storage place in Delaware. No, the, you know, I thought like I was, I was really proud of myself for not having, Josh, a lot of physical stuff. And then we thought, okay, we'll get one pod and we'll fill up this one pod. You don't have physical stuff, but you got letters from girlfriends 50 years ago. Yeah. So apparently, Josh, I may or may not be a hoarder. I just realized this. Because <laughs> yeah. we filled up one pod and then yes. we're like, okay, we filled it up. Maybe just get a second pod just for a couple extra outdoor runover stuff. Uh-huh. Josh, we had to do all kinds of jigsawing, all kinds of Tetris, high-level Tetris type stuff to fit everything in the second pod. And then we had to put a, put a bunch of stuff on the free cycle Facebook or whatever just to get rid of all our stuff. Full two 16-foot by, I don't know how tall it is, like eight-foot um, pods completely full. And we gave a bunch of stuff away. But I have too much crap. I just didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah, moving sucks. There's moving, no, Josh, moving is the, I didn't realize all this stuff. Moving is the worst. Contractors fixing up your house, getting all your stuff out. We it's, moved, it's the worst. When we moved to Florida, we thought we had needed a certain size truck, and then they came and loaded it all up, and we had to pay more because we, apparently we had more stuff. That's, that's then, what. That's what And then they, then they stole some of our stuff, so I wish I had pods anyway. Mm, yeah, and that next time we said we'll just hire a bunch of movers and a moving van, but yeah, but then maybe they'll steal it. Who knows? Right, so. that's what I did, and they stole they stole my drone, and they stole my <laughs> they stole my switch, or the kids' switch. So I had to buy them a new switch. Mm, who steals a switch? That's messed up. That's a kids' toy. So, all, all right, right, what's your ball for? Uh, oh, another beach game because okay. uh, called CrossNet. Have you played this one? Not played CrossNet. My beach game is limited to wiffle ball, really. I I know. Cornhole and wiffle ball. I know. That's why I picked up some new games, and maybe we'll play them at the Outer Banks. Okay. Crossnet is like Foursquare. You know how to play Foursquare? Yeah, sure. Uh, All right. But it's with a volleyball net. So it's a volleyball net. Okay, you're staying a little square. Basically, two volleyball nets going back and forth, like cross over each other. So everyone has a square. Okay, and right. what you got to do is volley the ball and hit the ball from square Another to square. square. Okay, and yeah. if it drops and if it hits the sand in your square, you're out. Uh, fair enough. So and the, so the goal is to get in like one, first position and stay there as long as you can while everyone else is trying to knock you out. Uh, so it's like a four-player game. So it's like game. people in one square. No, it's a four-player game, but you can have like we had ten people playing it because once someone gets knocked out, a new person oh, you moves in, someone else and, it's, yeah. and it's a fast-moving game. Yeah. So it's another fun, uh, fun we game. We play I a similar thing with ping pong that way growing up. You ping pong and it's, then you, you yeah, it's like ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have a water version that I think might be perfect for the Outer Banks. Okay. Where you, where you divide the pool up. Yeah. The problem with pool games with volleyball is you got a shallow end and deep end, and anyone in the right. deep end is always at a disadvantage over the people with the shallow end. Generally. That's always a, a, a pool but that, problem. But that's not a problem at our house in the Outer Banks. Because yeah, it's, that, still it's deep all it's a four foot or a three foot. Yeah, but still, the four foot people have a disadvantage over the three foot all people. Right, all right, you're right. You're right. So uh, that's uh, my ball fours are beach games because I like beach enough. games. Also play paddle ball and spike ball, but everyone knows what those are. These two were new to me. Yep. All right, cool. You got a ball four? Or no, you already did yours. Pots. I did mine. We're good. We get. Let's get out of here. <laughs> your pots. Yeah. Oh, we can't get out of here. <laughs> Didn't we tease strawberry? Oh, shoot. Strawberry. I forgot. 
Who are they going to talk about for my strawberry? You said oh. you had one. Yeah, this a manager. This is going. Yeah. Okay, anyone who watched, and I talked about watching Scherzer be checked, yeah. and I watched, I turned, I, I turned off the Orioles game to watch Scherzer because it was just funny. <laughs> right. And then the whole Girardi thing, Joe Girardi, okay, former Yankee manager, current Phillies yep. manager, Joey G- Girardi, who after his guys started striking out in like the fourth inning, asked them to check him again. This is after the guy was just, this is after Scherzer was just checked coming off the field, he was checked again because they said he was rubbing his head and they would take off his hat and check his head. And, right. and then Joe Girardi, after doing yeah. this, right, after calling on Max Scherzer, who always getting checked at every inning to get checked mid-inning, Scherzer, of course, is pissed off right. about this, right. understandably, because that's kind of Scherzer's style and because Girardi's being a jerk here. Then at the half inning, um, Scherzer walks off, stares Girardi down, and then gives him, you know, hands, both hands up, look, hat up, look, no stuff, no, no stuff. And then <laughs> like Girardi comes out, starts shouting F-bombs at the, at the dugout of the Nationals. Now, it turns out he's actually shouting at an assistant coach who used to coach with him, who was also shouting some nasty stuff, but whatever. And people thought he was shouting at Scherzer, but he wasn't. But whatever, Girardi lost his cool, and so for that reason, um, your strawberry. he is Joe Girardi is he has always has been. So it's kind of nice when he shows his tr- true, true colors that he is a true strawberry through and through Joe Girardi. All right. I like it. I like that. Strawberry's back. We'll, we'll right. try to remember yeah, to keep I, strawberry I'll do one next week too. Yeah. All right. Now, you know, you know he's a coconut and we're doing coconuts too. Uh, Eric Graham, who pushed us to do the ball bag. He's a yeah. coconut. Eric Graham's coconut. Also Austin Hayes. When he casually takes, you see the home run, he robbed a home run yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the most casual yes. home run rob you've ever seen. Right, it was um, like a normal catch. Yeah, like this is from a guy who last year or two years ago, I forget when, robbed the home run, started pounding his chest. Like that's what I always see yeah. with Austin Hayes. This one was just like, oh, I'll no hum. caught it. Throw it back in. Like it was nothing. <laughs> that's a coconut move to casually yes, rob is. a home run. Right, it's a been there before move. Yeah, yeah, I've done this. I pumped yeah. my chest the first time I wrapped a home run. This time, it's, it's kind of old hat. Sure. All right, now we can get out of here. All right, let's go. Follow us on all your social media platforms. Like Josh said, go to section336.com. You can support the show that way. And you can also um, contribute to the ball bag. Uh, click on mailbag and write us your questions. <laughs> click on ball bag. There's no mailbag. Click on ball bag. Oh, really? So there's a ball bag that's going to be used for the mailbag segment called ball bag. Correct. All right. Um, any questions are fair game. Right, including if you want to ask what the ball bag is. Yes, you just did. That's an appropriate question. I would like to hear Josh answer it because I don't know the answer, obviously. Yeah. It'd be like when you hear someone say, uh, uh, what's racism? And the person says, it's when you're racist to someone else. <laughs> using, you know, using a word yeah, in using its own the word definition. to answer the word. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you can also uh, support us on Patreon. You can also support us on um, iTunes. There's on even, iTunes. I saw the bonus episodes out there. I saw it yeah, on my iTunes can, feed. Yeah, you can hit like subscriber or whatever. It subscriber won't let me listen to it because I'm not a subscriber, yeah. but I saw it on there. But you can get three free days, which is enough to get the story of Matt dying in Africa. Yeah, spoiler alert. So I don't really you can get it for free. Um, but I come pretty close. Not this time. Yeah. You can also follow us on, you know, Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us on Twitter, the show, at Section 336 Show. And you can follow my personal Twitter, at Section 336. And you can follow Josh on Twitter, at Josh Soroka. 
Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. The Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.